this is a, a college group that we've really tried to make it a, a space where you can belong before you believe. So regardless, I know we all have different backgrounds in this room, and so um, I'm going to give you a biblical Christian viewpoint on what we're talking about, but uh, also if you don't believe or you have a different belief uh, system, we're glad that you're here, and I would just encourage you to wrestle with different things that maybe I say, and I'm always available, too, for questions or uh, to grab coffee or lunch or something like that, so we can do that uh, as well. Um, as, as we think about this, this series uh, on how do I make a decision, how do I navigate the decision-making process, or how do I get direction for my life? I mean, that is huge, isn't it? I mean, these are the conversations I'm having with you guys. Um, and as I was preparing for this series, I just started thinking about... Um, you know, because whenever I, in fact, whenever I'm on campus, I just start thinking about my own journey and being uh, in the college age and, and being on uh, campuses. And um, I remember at one specific point uh, where I had transferred twice. How many, of you, how many of you have transferred twice? Okay, there's a few of you gifted people. Way to go. Way to go. All right. Um, and, uh, and each time I transferred, I believed where I was going was the right move. Like both times, I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, the grass is going to be greener. It's going to be a better situation for me. I can get away from those people who I don't want to be around anymore. And for me, too, was uh, athletics. And so I don't, want, I don't want to play for that coach anymore. So I would, I would transfer. And I transferred multiple times um, thinking the grass would be greener. And I remember probably um, at the moment, and I shared a little bit, you know, when I reached a depressing point. But part of what led me to such a depressing point was, I had reached this place in my life where I transferred twice, and I'm, I'm at a place that after transferring twice, and it's not working out again. And so I'm there, and it's like life is just not working out. Like everything that I thought would be different, um, it was different from like it was a different state. But other than that, I found the same people that were problems in Southern California with the same problems in this new state, uh, in, in this new city. And yeah, I wasn't dating that girl, but I found a new girlfriend and she was worse. Um, and, 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 and so anyway, uh, now I wasn't good. So let's just be clear. Like it was, she was saying the same thing. She's probably teaching somewhere tonight. And she's like, yeah, there was this guy and he was the biggest jerk. And he was, you know, all these other things that she would say probably. Um, but it's cool. So because we are where we are now. But I remember being in that place of confusion, and I was depressed, I was discouraged, and I just, I had no idea what I was supposed to do next. Like, no idea. Like, nothing to me had worked out. Now, people outside wouldn't have thought that I was feeling that way, but that's how I was feeling. In fact, I was so confused, and I was just so discouraged that all these things that I had thought would work out hadn't, that I literally pulled my car up to a Navy recruitment center. And, and, and I was like, I'm going to go into the military. And I was like, because like, I don't know what else to do. Uh, and, you know, and at that time, I was like, man, a Navy SEAL, that's like the hardest thing to do. And I love doing physical things that are really challenging. I'm just going to, I'm going to sign up and try and do that. And I was, I was completely lost. And that's not to discredit anybody that would go into the military because it's amazing when people do that. But for me, I, I was just confused. 
And I remember I called my dad, and I didn't have a good relationship with my dad. So it, it was random. But I, I'm there, and for whatever reason, uh, I was like, I'm just going to call my dad and tell him what I'm doing. And, and so I called my dad, and I said, hey, this is where I'm at. I'm right outside this Navy uh, where you sign up, and, uh, and so I'm, I'm signing up. And, uh, and maybe the best conversation I'd ever had with my dad, and maybe the only time I'd ever listened to him up to that point, and he essentially talked me out of doing that um, just because he knew I was in this very confused place in my life. And, and, and I think about just that, that time and, and how just, like, I had no idea what I was supposed to do next. And I think that some of you, maybe you aren't at, like bottomed out, maybe you aren't like sitting in multiple decisions that haven't worked out, but maybe you are, or just maybe you're that confused right now. Maybe you literally, you have no idea what you're supposed to do. And, and, there's, and there's, what's hard is, man, you guys got way more options than I did. I mean, there's so many things, like schooling-wise, there's so many majors, there's so many different jobs that are now available that, that weren't available, and, and so I can't even imagine how overwhelmed I would be if I was in your shoes right now, if I'm stressing you out, I'm sorry, I'm just speaking to you, um, but there's so many things, and, and I think probably for some of you, and I know some of you, you're just literally confused, you don't even know where to start. You think you have this idea, but... But, but you're confused, and so you're discouraged, and, and ultimately, you're, you kind of feel just lost and overwhelmed in this huge space where people seem to know what they're supposed to do or what they want to do, and you don't. And so it's just bothering you. And, 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 and so for some of you that are in that place, I'm glad you're here. And I would encourage you to keep coming the next few weeks because we're going to unpack this. We're going to unpack how to get out of that. Um, and, and, and then I, I think, then I think of where I was at as I graduated and right before I graduated, I was in a totally different spot. I knew who I was. I knew what I was called to be. Uh, but at that stage in time, there were multiple opportunities for me. There were multiple job options, uh, in different parts of the country and they both, and, and there was like three or four opportunities and they all could have been really good. And they all could have been like, God is in this. Like, I could have said that about all of them. There was not one that I go, oh, yeah, that's, that's evil. That's good. Okay, there we go. So we've got one, one good and three evil. Like, no, it, it was really tough because all four were really cool opportunities. And, and, and so I think about where I was at in that spot. And um, what was stressing me out then was, I just so badly don't want to make the wrong choice. And I think that's another spot that a lot of you find yourself in. You are so stressed over not making the wrong choice. So, so you're maybe not like confused in, in, in life like some of us are, but maybe you're at this place now where you know who you are, you, you know a lot about yourself, you know you have giftings and talents and, and, and passion, maybe in a certain area, but you've got some opportunities, and now what's stressing you out, what's, what's literally paralyzing you is you don't know which one, and um, you just don't want to make the wrong one. You desperately do not want to make the wrong choice. And, and that's where I was at. And, and, and so... It's funny because I think about, uh, you know, some of you probably feeling that pressure. How many of you feeling that pressure right now? Yeah, a 
bunch of you feeling that pressure right now. And it's, it, it just reminds me uh, of my oldest. My oldest is so funny. He like overthinks everything. And I don't know where he gets that from. And anyway, he, so if, if I say, bud, you can pick a candy because we save their candy because Halloween now is just God awful. I mean, they get so much candy. It's stupid. Like it, it's like a year supply. So we put it in this big thing. We combine them. And, and then like, you know, if they're good at random times, we're like, hey, you can, we'll pull it down because my little three-year-old can literally climb. He's like, I don't even know where he came from, but like we've caught him literally like we, we have this pantry and, and it's not a ladder. We don't even know how he does it. He like hoists himself up and he'll be like, his feet are at my, my eye level. And, and we've literally caught him on the floor with like 15 wrappers open and, and he's just sitting there in the morning and, and, and he hides this is just hijack. Okay, so I just got to tell you this, okay? We're at, so, okay, so being a pastor, it's a big deal when we go over to somebody's house uh, from the church, right? So I'm like, kids, listen, help, help us out here. Help the team. Let's be good, okay? Let's represent, all right, okay? And so this, these people's house that we're at, I swear it was like Candyland. They had candy, like, Everywhere. It was nuts. Like just jars of candy all over the place. And we give this talk, right? Like in the car, listen, this was going to happen, you know, all that. Yes, please. All that. You sit, you eat. I don't care what they cook. I know you're very picky, but just put it in your mouth and, and just eat it, okay? Um, and, and anyway, they go in and, and, and everything's great. But then at one point, uh, the host, <laughs> the, the, the husband, he goes, hey, where's your other son? And, and we're like, I don't know. Where is he? And the other two, they had put him on a little gaming system or whatever. So we're like over there and we're like, hey, have you seen Roman? Because that's his name, Roman. And they're like, no, we don't know where he is. And they had a daughter that was kind of looking after Roman. We're like, hey, did you see him? No. And then we're like, okay, where did he go? So we're like, he went upstairs in their house. He is like creeping and sneaking around. So we go up, we're yelling his name. Nothing, nothing, no response at all. And so now we're like, okay, where did he go? Did he go out the street? Like, so we walk down, and all of a sudden, I just look in the entryway, and there's a shadow that doesn't belong. And I kid you not, he found a corner, and he stood there against the corner like this, dead silent, like a ninja. I mean, it was amazing. Not a word. And he's there, and I kid you not, he's there, and there's a bowl that is completely empty, full of wrappers. We're horrified. We're like, do you want some money? What do we do? Like, what, how do we make this right? You know, and um, it was cool. They still go to our church, which is awesome. Um, you know, so we gave them some of their tithe back, but it was cool. So, um, but anyway... He's not like the oldest, okay? I just totally hijacked the teaching. The oldest, though, when, he's, when he has this option, he is paralyzed. He doesn't know which one to get. And he'll sit there for like five minutes, like analyzing each candy, like, oh, this is a big decision. And he just doesn't want to make the wrong one. He's like, I don't want to pick the wrong candy, Dad. I'm like, bud, it's candy. Um, it's, 
it's all bad for you, okay? So just whatever, whatever, okay? But you got like 10 seconds, okay? I'm going to count down from 10. You got to pick one. And he's just stressed, right? He doesn't want to make the wrong decision. Guys, there's so many of us right now in life, and we are just absolutely stressed out of our mind because we just don't want to make the wrong decision. And uh, I think a lot of us are there. So the question we have that we're confronted with is, and that we're asking is, what do I do? What do I do? Do I move, right? Some of you, do I move? Do I take this job, right? Do I take this job? Job opportunity, do I take it? Do I transfer? Some of you are like thinking about transfer. Do I transfer? Do I pursue that career? This career seems to be like something that I should want to do. Um, at this point in my life, my parents are saying I should have this figured out, and other people are saying they know what they want to do. Do I pursue that career? Do I go to grad school? Do I go that route? Um, or am I just done with school and I just start working um, and maybe you have a job and you're like, is this, uh, do I stay at this job? Do I, do I have more opportunities here? Uh, that, do, do I date that person um, or not? Like, uh, I think, I, I don't know. For some of you, it's even more dramatic. It's like, do I marry that person uh, or not? And, and so we're just thrown into this, like all these different situations and we're asking, how do I respond? How do I, how do I react uh, to to this, what's the decision? What's the direction for my life? And so that's where we're at. And guys, these are the questions you're asking. Um, and what's more difficult for you guys is you're asking them uh, in a state of panic, right? You're not asking, like, I'll have these conversations with people in their 30s, or 40s, uh, their 50s, right? And they'll have different conversations about this, but they're not sitting there like, no, no, I've got a phone call this week, so I need to know now. What should I do? And I'm like, listen, I'm just a vessel. No. Um, but like, I, I, like, you know, it's your life, right? But it's like, what do I do? And you're like, I need to know. I need to know now. And, and, and that's an exciting place to be in. Okay? You may not feel it right now, but it really is exciting. And, and so um, you have these opportunities. And so you're coming here hoping to find some answers, uh, hoping to find direction. Um, and, and for some of you, you're looking for God's direction. You're here and you're like, I heard this is a Christian thing. This is a church. Um, I want to know God's direction. And maybe you follow him. Maybe you don't even follow him uh, right now. Maybe you believe you don't really follow him. Or, or maybe you question everything about him, but you're like, I need some divine intervention here. I need direction. And so you're here hoping to get something different. Uh, maybe you're looking tonight or, or in this series for just validation. You've come and you've already essentially made up your mind. You're looking for me or somebody here to validate the decision that you want to make or the direction you want to have for your life. Or maybe just some of you are looking for peace. You've made a decision or you're about to make it and you just want to find peace for that decision. And you're looking for that, like I said, just the stage in life you're in, you're looking for that whether you believe uh, in God or not. But some of us are so desperate for that, for that direction, for, for, for the answer to that decision, that you will look absolutely anywhere for that clarity. Right? You'll look anywhere. I mean, it's crazy how crazy we can become looking for just signs or anything, right? Right? Uh, for direction. 
And, 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 and I think for some of us that, that are here, like, and, and if you um, are familiar, familiar at all with, with the Bible, you've heard different verses, right? You've heard verses like Jeremiah 29, 11. Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And so if you've heard that, you're like, okay, you're telling me what you're going to do, so deliver it. And, 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 and since that's the journey, tell me what to do right now. Because these are the plans you have for me. Now, we don't go, oh, those are actually the plans for the nation of Israel. Uh, and in the situation they were in, we go, no, that's, that's, you want to do this with me right now. You want to prosper me in all this. And so that's the message that you want to take. And so you're telling God, deliver on that right now. Deliver that. And so the question I want you to just think about right now, and you've probably already been thinking about it, is what, what's the direction you're seeking tonight? What's the decision you're wrestling with? That you're looking for an answer. What, what are you being faced with? And here's maybe the most important question I can ask you. Is are you willing to accept God's answer? That may be the most important question I can ask you. Is are you willing to accept his answer? Even if it's not what you want even if you don't agree with it, or even if it just seems impossible. Because what I often find is we'll receive direction as long as it aligns with what we want. Right? That's when we receive it. If we're, if what I hear and what I see with Christians is typically I will receive it when I'm the beneficiary of it. I'll receive it and respond and be obedient to it when I like it, when the outcome is going to give me what I'm really desiring, okay? And, 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 and what I see happen then is if, if the outcome, if the direction from God, if it goes against what we want or what we think we deserve, you know what we just say? We just say, no, thank you. We just say, no. And it's crazy. I mean, I, I've literally, uh, I, I've, had conversa- I've had conversations in the last couple of weeks with people who, who literally, they're like, no, I know that's actually what God wants me to do here, but I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, okay, so why are you meeting with me, right? And they'll literally say, well, I'm just not going to do that. I'm just choosing not to respond to that, or I'm choosing not to believe that. And I go, well, Okay, because ultimately we don't want to accept that. And then what we do is we find somebody, anybody, who will align with us and agree with us, right? And reinforce the outcome we want. Reinforce the opportunity, the job, the direction, the move. Guys, every single time I transferred, I had somebody say that's the right move. Every single time. There was people, I had friends going, oh yeah, you should totally do that. That's the right thing for you. That's great. That's the perfect opportunity. And so you know what? I was like, yeah, it is. And, and I was so easily influenced. And what was happening is, guys, and you've heard me talk about this a lot. The majority of your friends are just going to reinforce what you want them to reinforce. Right? They're gonna, they're gonna, you're going to tell them a job opportunity uh, or an opportunity somewhere, and they're, most of them are just going to say, that's so awesome. You should totally do it. Okay? Um, you bring up a dating opportunity, most of them are just going to say, oh, you deserve that. That's so great. Yes. We're so happy for you. 
And they may not even believe it. They may be talking about you behind your back. But a lot of people are going to reinforce these decisions. And, what, and we're in a vulnerable state because we're looking for answers. And because we have um, a bias to get and do what we want, pride, we will look for those people, whether we even like them, trust them or not, what they say, we choose to hold on to that because it gives us what we want. But here's, uh, if, you're, if you're seeking God's will, here's a couple verses that are in encouragement, okay? These are encouraging verses that I have um, gone back and, and, and some you've heard. In Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. That's a huge part there. And lean not on your own understanding. Guys, we don't understand a lot. In all your ways, submit to him. Ooh, that's tough. And he will make your paths straight. Okay, that's a huge verse, isn't it? If you're saying, I'm, God, I want to I follow your plan. I want to I seek your will in this. Another one is, is James 1.5. says, if any of you lacks wisdom, that's all of us, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Okay, now, what, what's so great about these verses here that I just read. Guys, what I love about these verses is it's an invitation to take your decision, whatever it may be, it's an invitation to bring it to him. It's an invitation. He doesn't say, hey, good luck, go figure that out. He doesn't say, hey, you know, look for this and look for that and, and, and all those things. No, he says, bring this to me. He invites us to bring our questions, uh, our confusion to him, and he promises to answer. He promises to answer. So the, the question then becomes, will I actually do this? Will I trust in him? If I lack wisdom, which I do, will I ask him to give me wisdom? Will I decide to not lean in my own understanding, but actually submit the outcome, submit my will to his? Will I make that decision? And will I be able to do that even if when others tell me something different, okay? Because here's what you're going to hear a lot, guys, when, when it comes to decisions. It's like a broken record. Most often, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna hear this. What's your heart telling you to do? Go with what your heart's saying, okay? Uh, what, 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 how do you feel? You're going to hear that one a lot. How do you feel? What are your feelings saying? Okay, what, what's your gut telling you? What's your gut telling you? Guys, oh my goodness, that's such a lie, your gut. I mean, my gut's a mess, all right? Like, why would I listen to it? You know, like you just think of like whoever invented that's the dumbest thing ever, right? Um, but we're like, oh, my gut is telling me. My gut just says you're hungry. That's it. Um, but we, we literally are like, you know, like, you're, so what do you do? You like seek out this like, mm, what is my gut telling me? I don't even know. That's a weird line, but uh, everybody's been saying it for a long time. So, yeah, what is my gut telling me? Um, okay, you'll hear that. You'll hear uh, what is going to make you happy. Whatever makes you happy, that's what you should do. Okay? Do you think you'll be happy? I think you'll be happy there, so you should do that. Guys, every single transfer, I, I thought it would make me happy. Okay? 
this will make you the most successful. Okay, well, that, 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 that'll make you more successful. You should totally do that. Okay, those are all things that you're going to hear. Guarantee you're going to hear. Okay, from different people. Uh, some people may say, I, I love Jesus, and they'll give you that advice. Some people say, I want nothing to do with him, and they'll give you that advice. You're going to hear that. Okay, so the question becomes, will I take this decision or this direction? Will I take it to God? And, and, and look at how the Bible encourages us in this. In Ephesians 5, 15 through 17, it says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Okay, I think we all believe, agree with that. Therefore, it says, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Okay? Be careful. Walk as wise, not as unwise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. The days are, culture is working against us, and so we need to not be foolish and fall into all these things, but actually seek out to understand what the will of the Lord is. And so that's the challenge that we have. And here's why. There's two main reasons. There's many, but there's two main reasons why I would encourage you to pursue his will for you in this decision, in the direction you're seeking. And the first is this. In Colossians 1, I'll read a couple of verses in relation to this. In Colossians 1.16, it says, For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And then Revelation 4.11, it says, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. Okay, so, so here is what this is saying, and it's pretty clear, is what? He has created all things. He created you, right? He designed you. And not only did he design you, he designed everything else. And so as the creator, if I'm going to say, uh, God, I, I trust you in this decision, what I'm ultimately doing is placing my life, my decision into the hands of the one who actually created and designed me and knows me better than I know myself. And not only does he know that, but he knows the circumstances, he knows what's surrounding me, he knows the outcomes that need to happen, he knows the desires of my heart, what will make me most happy, and so he knows whatever job needs to happen, whatever doesn't need to happen, he knows whatever spouse I need to have or not have, who I should date, who I shouldn't, the, the school I should be at, the school I shouldn't, the job, whatever it may be, he knows that as almighty, all creator, he is the inventor, right? So if he's the inventor of me, who am I to then define my purpose, right? Like it doesn't even make sense. It's like if you, uh, how many of you have known someone that literally they were an inventor? Wow, get out a little bit, guys. Like seriously, like it's pathetic. Like, uh, I, I like influencers. Okay, um, <laughs> Like, you guys need to meet some inventors. It is incredible. Um, and, and, and inventors that I've met, and it's cool. When you meet one, you're like, oh, my gosh, I met one. Like, it's, like, cool. And you start talking to them and the patents and stuff that they have and everything. And, 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 and guess what no one says to them? Hey, man, that's wrong. Like, you, yeah, the purpose of that isn't right. They'll look at you like, no, I created that for that very purpose. 
right? That's the inventor. So it's crazy. In fact, there's a verse, Isaiah 45, 9. Uh, it says, Woe to him who strives with him who formed him. A pot among earthen pots. Does the clay say to him who forms it, What are you making? Or your work has no handles? Right? So, so I love the imagery of that verse. It's like, you know, like he's the potter, we're the clay. And it's like the clay just all of a sudden like growing a mouth. And like, man, what are you doing? What? No, that's not what I wanted to handle here. In that. and, like, and that's what we do with, with the direction and the decisions. And, and, and it just doesn't even make sense when you, if you actually believe that he is what those verses claim he is, which is the almighty, all-powerful creator, and then he created you. If I believe that, then what am I doing trying to essentially say, no, no, I, I, I disagree with you. That's not what's best for me. That's not the place I need to be. That's not the person I need. Like, who am I to state that case, right? And, and that's when you just better be thankful he's, he's gracious, right? Because if I was God, I would just, you're done, man. Little lightning storm. You're out, okay? Just quick. But no, he, he doesn't, right? So, so um, if, if one of the reasons that we need to go to him is because he is the inventor. He's the almighty creator. And so give him the controls of your life and allow him to make the decisions because just simply he is your creator. Now, the second reason we should pursue his will and give the keys over to him is because as the almighty creator, he loves us. Okay, so not only did he create us, but he loves us. Every single one of us. There's nobody in this room. Whether you believe in him or not, he loves you. So as the almighty, all-powerful creator, he loves us. In fact, Romans 5, 8, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners in opposition to him, against him, he says Christ died for us. His love for you so great that he sent Jesus to come and to die for you. And then he says later in Romans 8, 38 and 39, for I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God and Christ Jesus our Lord. So what in the world can separate you from him loving you? Absolutely nothing. He loves you so much it's insane. There is no other human being on the planet that loves you like he loves you. So as almighty, all-powerful God, not only is he almighty and creator, but he loves you like no one else loves you, and he is for you like no one else is for you. And so right away, those two reasons to me are like, why in the world would I want to make my decision? Why would I want to go, oh, I'm going to do this my way, Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, I know you provide a framework. I know that, um, that, that you're clearly against that decision or that move or that person or whatever it may be, but, but no thank you. I'm just going to do what I want. Doesn't that just sound crazy? I mean, it sounds crazy, right? And yet we all struggle with that. We all do. Okay, I, I str I'm teaching this right now, and guess what? I struggle with this. 
I struggle taking back the reins. I struggle like, like making the decisions about me. Uh, I struggle with the, the desired outcomes I have, uh, you know, the way things I think they should play out. But you guys, it's just crazy. And so I have to get to this place where I actually trust him and, and, and I actually have to get to this place where I'm, I'm willing to accept and receive his advice. I have to get there if I believe that's true. And so tonight, I want us, as we kind of just kick off this series, I want us to ask ourselves, will you take this decision or this direction, will you take it to him? Will you? Will you actually take it to him? Not to all these other people, but will you actually go to him with it? And, and, and I want you to really be honest with this, okay? Because if I would have probably sat in this room, I would have probably just agreed with me and not really been real with this question. But this is the question that I, I brought up earlier. Are you willing to accept his response? Okay, I would have totally been like, yeah, yeah, dude, amen. No way, no way. Because what if it is different? What if it's ultimately what seems to be a decision that would make me Lonely, vulnerable, in a place I don't want to be. What, right? We, so it's interesting how we're so quick to go, oh, yeah, totally, I'm willing to accept his response. But when you actually dig down deep into it, it's like, yes, uh, I, I totally would accept your response, God. Whatever, whatever you want, I will do it, right? That's like the easy thing to say. But when you actually think about it, you go, no, that's, that's not true. It's not true. I've actually got limitations. God, you can move me anywhere you want on the West Coast. Right? Right? That's how it works. Is, 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 is we, we agree enough with him until it becomes uncomfortable or where we start to see it going in a direction that we don't want. And that's maybe the most important question I can ask you tonight is, are you willing to accept his response if it's not what you want? And um, guys, for me, out of college, so the decision I made was uh, I decided to move from San Diego to the Spokane area, okay? Very different climates, okay? <laughs> I went from on the beach to shoveling snow off my roof so the roof wouldn't collapse. Very different, okay? And I went back there, um, and there were better opportunities, better pay down there. But ultimately, I, I felt, and I, and I had learned how to navigate through decisions, we're going to walk through in the next few weeks. And I knew, I knew that's where I was supposed to go. And so I, I literally took this job, North of Spokane, in this meth community because I 100% knew that God was calling me back into a community type that I had grown up in, and it was an opportunity to redeem and, and, and bring healing, and because and, and I knew that culture well, I knew that he was, he was like, go. 
because my heart was for youth that had jacked up lives. And, and so I moved up to this place, and, 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 and I'll tell you what, you guys, like going there, it was like, I mean, it was like this town north of Spokane. I mean, it was like, I mean, I was driving, and I'm like, what am I doing here? And I was single, right? Some of you, that like is the, that's your biggest fear. You're like, I'm going to move somewhere, and I don't have anyone, and what's going to happen to me? And I need someone. Yeah, you're laughing. I had someone the other day saying, if I just get that person, then it's good. I'm good, and I'm ready. And I'm like, hmm, that's not how it works. Uh, but in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I was young, so I'm dramatizing it. I will be single the rest of my life. Like, I, I, I mean, there is nothing good up here, God. Like, that is the empty barrel. Like, I mean, I don't know. You're going to have to drop her from heaven. Like, and do something. Like, I don't even know. They don't grow those up there, God. Like, like they don't make them. Um, you know, and, and so I went up there, right? I went up there, and, and I'm like, you know, this is rough, you know, and, and it wasn't easy, but I was all in. I was committed to that process and everything else, and it was a smaller community church, and they did a lot of things differently than I would have, and I just totally went in, submitted into that, and and, and, and worked hard, and, and it's just crazy. I look, at, I look back at that, and, and I, some of my friends were like, what, why are you going up there? Like, what are you doing? And I had pastors like, no, that's not where you should be, you know, and, and all of that. But I knew, and guys, that was the right call. That was the right call, and it, it did not make a lot of sense. It was definitely not like this career path move. It wasn't like, oh, that'll make my resume pop. Oh, man. Like, you know, that like, like oh, I really reach the big time if I go up there. Like, like, no, it was like, you're done if you go up there, right? If you're trying to build up your resume. But it was like, that was the right call. That was the right move, 100%. God changed my life, my ministry, my way of connecting with people and everything. I learned so much about myself. And I had to go to that barren wasteland in order to be ready to meet my wife who lived in Ohio, because he's like, yeah, I can drop them out of the ceiling, dude, right? Like, I can do whatever, okay? Like, when you need that, I can do that, okay? And so he made all of that happen, and it all worked out, you guys, but ultimately, at that time, it was tough, it was hard, and a lot of people would have said, that's not the move, okay? And so what I want to encourage you in is from experience. It doesn't always make sense, And even if it's not your desired, cool, awesome, everyone's going to be impressed outcome, he can work and do amazing things in it. Amazing. I would not trade that time for the world and what it did. And so I just want to encourage you with that. I want to encourage you with that because some of you are so stressed and you're so confused. And so we're going to continue to bring it back to that. And guys, if you can't give it over to him and the decision over to him, my next question is this. What is holding you back? 